Here, a great number of disabled people were people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One was there and has been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. Amen. Glory to God. So this this evening we're, we're we're talking about going through our trauma and and walking in our now life with our trauma on our backs with our trauma on our minds. Now now some people believe that if you just forget about it, if you just stop talking about it. Some people believe that if you don't even worry about it, it's not going to affect your life, but tonight God wants me to let you know that what you went through, what, what hurt you in your past, what, what came against you in your past, what broke you, and now you, you're not recognizing it. Now you're not focusing on it. And you're thinking, oh, that was in my past and I'm a new creature. But God says since we didn't acknowledge it, since we didn't get healed from it, we're still in that trauma area. Let me let me let me break it down for us. When 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 we when we are when we have trauma in our life, for instance, I'm gonna use me. I I was rejected a lot. I was in my own mind. I was rejected, and I never really understood why I did something. I said it's just me. It's just me. I do this because it's just me. I I won't to do my best at my job. I want to do my best wherever I go. It's because it's just me. I want to do it in I want to do it with perfection. So but but what God get what God revealed to me was that I, I wanted to do my best. I wanted to have everything perfect. Because if it was perfect, it was no mistake, people would see me and they would acknowledge what I did. But tonight, God says, it's time to get healed from our trauma. It's time to get up and pick up our mat and walk. It's time to get up. It's time to pick up our trauma and walk. You see, we've been lying in our trauma for so long. We've been making excuses for our trauma for so long that tonight, God is saying, get up, pick up, and walk. But, but but before we are able to get up, pick up, and walk, we must first do some things. You see, the man at this pool of Bethesda, he, he encountered Jesus. And, and when Jesus seen him, this is what I like. This is what I like. You see, the man didn't go to Jesus. The man was still in his 
state. The man was still an invalid. The man was still couldn't do the best of his ability because of his trauma of 38 years. You, you, you see, that's what I like right there. You see, this text says that he was in his trauma for 38 years. You see, when we read the Bible, we, we want to think, oh, when we get saved, God is doing an instant deliverance. But what God wants us to realize tonight, that yes, we get saved. Yes, he Yes, he works in on in us and he heals us, but it's not always instant. Sometimes it's gonna take some it's gonna be some time in between it. You see, God is saying, Yes, you're saved. Now it's time to get closer to me. I'm here. I'm here and I'm here for you. I'm here. Do you wanna get well? You got saved. You got saved from your sin. But now do you want to get well? First off, I want to apologize to those believers who have got the notion from other leaders, from senior and seasoned leaders that, oh, once I get saved, I'm healed and I'm delivered. I want to apologize right now because that's not the case. What, what God wants us to realize and understand that we got saved from sin. We got saved from the penalty of sin. So once G when Jesus died on the cross, when, when he bled that brutal death on the cross, he saved us from the penalty of sin. And once we're saved from sin, yes, we're new creatures, but God is still doing the work in us and on us. You see, it's like it's like a potter on a wheel, and he's molding a clay. You see, when a potter molds this clay for the first time, he's molding it into the into he's fashioning it into what he likes. He's fashioning it into how it's supposed to look. But then he goes on to sell it. Then he then it goes on to sit on the shelf. Then it goes on for the world to see it, and it get it, it starts to get dusty. It starts to get chipped. It starts to get wear and tear. And now it's time for the potter to put that vase back on the wheel. But before it gets on the wheel, it has to go through some fire. You see. He has to, he has to remove the blemishes. He has to remove the dust. He, he has to remove the cracks. And, and this is what God is doing to us once we get saved. You, you see, when we get saved, we're saying, Lord, I need to be on the wheel. Lord, I, I know what I've been through, and I need your will. I thank you, Lord, for saving me and giving me grace to walk this life out. But, Lord, I need your will. I need to get well. Now, now when Jesus asked the man, do he want to get well? The man, the man replied in 
a natural sense. He says, Lord, I want to get well, but I, I have an excuse. I'm not like everyone else. You see, I've been stuck in this trouble for 38 years, so I can't move too fast. I, I, and when I try to get into the pool, what's going to help me get well, people get in my way. When I try to do what the world says I need to do to get well, people get in my way. Let me let me make it clear. Let me let me break it down for you. You you you've been you've been trying to go into counseling, and every time you go to counseling, it's like there's a barrier in between. Like you can't get free because of there's something going on. That there's something in our mind that's saying, "Oh, this is not gonna work." Yeah. My family's been to counseling before, it, and I still and I still got into this trauma. I still got into the addiction. I had tons of money, and I still fell into depression. And then Jesus said this one thing. He says, yes, I know what I know the excuses you have. I know it seems like you, you, you can't get well in the natural way. That's perfectly fine. But then Jesus said this. Once Jesus heard his excuse, he said, okay, you can take your excuse and I'll give you this. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Mm. Get up. Pick up your mat and walk. You, you, you see, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm living witness. I'm proof of this. You can go to counseling and still not get healed from your trauma because you're still stuck in your trauma of not being accepted. I'm I was still stuck in my trauma of not being accepted. I was still stuck in that vain of being rejected, like, okay, when I speak these words, they're not going to listen to me. They're, gonna, they're just going to say, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to do this. You need to do that. But, and I was like, that's not going to work because I'm different. I, I've been rejected for so long. I, I'm at this age of 12 and I've been rejected and I've been neglected and it's not going to work. <laughs> like, like, Yes, talking to someone, that sounds good, but talking to someone isn't going to help me get healed. I, I need to get over this, right? Jesus says, get up. Pick up your mat and walk. Get out of your trauma. You see, these are these are action words God is speaking right now. God, God, what, what Jesus is speaking to this man is put in some action. I know you're, you're making excuses that you're not fast enough because of your trauma. God says put in some action. Yes, I know you're going to the counseling. I know you're, I know you're talking with the pastor. I know you're doing this, but you still haven't acknowledged your trauma. 
You still haven't faced your trauma. You, you, you're going to counseling because you're running from your trauma. You, you're running from your trauma. You, you want to get over your trauma because you don't want to face your trauma. But God says, get up and pick up your mat. <laughs> God says, face your trauma. Endure your trauma. Yes, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt bad. It's gonna. It's not. You gonna feel like you don't have the strength to go on. But God says, pick up your trauma and walk. Pick up your trauma and walk. Walk in it with Jesus. You, you see, He tried to do it in His own might to get to the pool. But what God says here, pick up your trauma and walk. Pick up your trauma and walk with me. I'm here with you. I'm in your presence. And when I'm in your presence, that's going to be a change. When I'm in your presence, my glory is going to fall and there's going to be a change. So pick up your mat and walk with me. You see, so many of us just want to get up and walk. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm delivered from the rejection. I'm delivered from depression, and I walk away. But what God wants us to realize, yes, we get up, but we got to pick up our mat. We got to take this trauma with us. We got to endure this trauma because it's the thing. <laughs> it, 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 it takes strength to, to go through your trauma. It, it takes strength to go through your trauma. And me personally by myself, I couldn't do it. So I'm, I needed help. I, I needed Jesus in my life. I needed the Holy Spirit in my life. And, and God enabled people around me to speak life into me. So so now I, I, I can talk about my trauma. Yeah, yeah, I'm not afraid to talk about it no more. I'm not afraid to say, yes, I was in a depressed state. I, I was depressed. I was in church and depressed. I'm not afraid to talk about it because I know that I, I, I know who I'm walking with. I know the God I serve and the God I serve is yet with me. He's yet giving me joy in the midst of the darkness. He's yet loving on me. He's yet giving me peace in the midst of chaos. But 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 here's the thing. We, we, we want to skip this pick up your mat part so much. And we just want to get up out of it. And we just want to go. We, we, we want to say we, we, wanna, we don't want to deal with the trauma anymore. We don't want to deal with the pain any. We don't want to deal with the pain. We don't want to deal with the persecution that comes with the pain. We don't want to deal with the persecution that comes with the acknowledgement of the trauma. Because so many people want to believe that if, if I acknowledge my trauma, if I speak, about my trauma, people won't see me the same. People won't, people will think, oh, he was depressed. How is he a pastor and he was depressed? How did but 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 God wants you to know that when you get up, 
you pick up your mat and walk. You acknowledge your trauma. You, you accept that you was in that, that state. You accept that you was depressed. You accept that you walked in that. You accept it. But here's the thing. My trauma don't make me. My trauma don't identify me. You see, so many people have a hard time picking up that mat because the, 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 picking up that trauma because that trauma is them. That trauma gives them identity. So that they're, they're, they're sitting with this identity of pain and hurt that, oh, because I was divorced, no one loves me anymore. Because he walked out of my life, no one else can love me like he loved me. Because I because I gave the baby away, I'm not worthy to be around people. Because I was depressed, I'm not worthy of happiness. Because I was depressed, I'm not worthy of joy. And we identify with our trauma. Because I was raped, I, I'm not strong enough to walk this life out. Because what I walked through, I'm not worthy of where I need to be. And what God says, when you pick up your mat, when you acknowledge it, you accept it, you, here's the thing. You, you don't identify as that anymore. You, you see, the very thing is, when you pick it up, you, you're showing it who has power. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me break it down. I'm going to say that again. When, when you pick it up, when you acknowledge it and you accept it, you're showing it who has power. You, 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 you see... When we let it sit there, we're saying it has power over us because it keeps dragging us down. It keeps dragging us back to that, that situation. It keeps dragging us back to that day. It keeps dragging us back to that situation. It keeps dragging us back. But when we pick it up, we're saying, yes, I went through it. Yes, that's mine. But I'm picking it up because God has given me strength. To overcome it and walk through it. You're saying that, yes, I have the power to overcome this trauma. I'm not running away from this any longer. I want to read another verse for us. It's very simple. It's it's familiar to many people who have read the Bible, especially if you read it from the beginning. Uh, it's Genesis chapter one, and when when I read it this past week, I I got a new revelation. I got new revelation, and I really got excited about it. So if you don't get excited about this, if you don't want to shout on this, I I shout it enough. I'm good, right? I'm gonna read it for you. It's Genesis chapter one. It reads, "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. Ah, I'm excited about that. You might not get excited because you say, okay, he created light. He created 
and he separated light from darkness. You, you, you might not understand why I'm shouting on that, but I'm going to let you know. Here go. Here's the revelation God gave me. You see, in the beginning, right, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless. That means nothing was here. It was just him, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. Yes, nothing was here. And this next part right here, darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Many, many people don't understand why that's a shouting point because so many of us believe that when we walk in darkness, we're far from God. When we're walking in darkness, God can't be there. When we're walking in darkness, God's nowhere in sight. But here in verse 2 in Genesis, it says that in when darkness was over the surface of the deep, the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You see, what God says, when, when it was dark at the beginning, He was there. When it was dark, He was there. But God wants you to know tonight that you may be going through your darkest time. You may be going through that dark hour. You go, may be going through that dark moment. He is yet there. <laughs> he is yet in your darkest moment. And I, I like this next part, verse 3. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Whew, again, you might not understand, but here's the thing. When it was dark, God was there. When it was dark, God was there, right? Here's the next one. When it was dark, God still had power. Yeah, I admit, when it was dark, God was there. When it was dark, God still had power. Yeah. When it's dark, when you're in your darkest moments, when you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death, oh, God is there, and God has power to get you out. Come on. God has power to bring you out. You can stay in your dark state forever. But here's the thing. God is there and he's willing and ready to help you out. Are you ready to get well? Come on. Are you ready to get well? <laughs> Are you ready to walk in the light? <laughs> oh my goodness. Verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. Come on now. Come on. Once you get healed, once you get healed in your dark state, God will separate you from that. Once you pick up your trauma, God will separate you from that. God will detach you from that. God says, I know you've been identified by that situation. I know you've been identified by the depression. I know you've been identified by the divorce. I know you've been identified by the abortion. I know you've been identified by the sickness. But tonight God is saying, get up, pick up your mat and walk. I am here in your dark state. I am here in your dark state. I have power in your dark state. And I am saying, you are ready to get well. Come on. God says, are you ready to get well in your dark state? Are you ready to get well? Come on. Ah. You, you see, <laughs> Whew. 
I, I, I got excited because I love God so much. He says, even, even when you was depressed, I was there. Even when you was depressed, I was there. Even when you was going through that abortion, I was there. Even when you was going through the divorce, I was there. Even when you was going through the miscarriage, I was there. Even when you was going through rejection, I was there. All you have to do is call on me. But now that you went through it, now that you think you're over it, but you're not, but but God says, I'm here still, even though you're walking in this trauma, I'm here with you. I'm here to help you separate. I'm here. I have the power to help you detach from it. Tonight, God is saying, are you ready to get well? Hmm. Come on. And the, the, the thing I like about John. John chapter 1, I'm sorry, hmm. the thing I like about John chapter 5, It, you see, this was the day of the Sabbath, right? And and during this time, it was a custom. If you go verse three, verse ten, Jewish leader said to the man who had healed, who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. <laughs> but he replied, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. You see, it was a custom that that you you couldn't get healed from your trauma because it was a special day. You see, that there was people in this man's life after he got healed, after he got delivered, after he got well, that came to him. He says. What what you just did? Listen, you wasn't supposed to do that. That wasn't supposed to happen. Hmm. But I love the man's answer. <laughs> he replied, "The man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk.' You see, the people said you 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 wasn't supposed to overcome that trauma. The people said you wasn't supposed to overcome the abortion. People said you wasn't supposed to overcome the the." Divorce. People said you were supposed to die in depression. People said you were supposed to die when you was given birth. People said you were supposed to die. People said you were supposed to stay there in that darkness. But but here's the thing. The man says, I know what the custom says. But guess what? The man made me well. I'm well, so here I am. I'm picking up my I'm picking up my trauma and I'm walking wicked with it. I'm picking up what I went through. I'm showing everybody that I'm healed. I'm showing everybody I'm delivered. Yes, <laughs> I'm set free. Yes, I'm healed and yes, I'm delivered. I came through something. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm healed and I'm delivered. Come on. Yes, I have a title. Yes, I've been changed, but I went through something. And today I came through it. I came through and I'm healed and I'm delivered from it. I don't care what people say about it. I don't care what people say to me. I know that God healed me and God delivered me. Come on.
Ha, somebody need to know that. <laughs> People are telling you in your life that you can't get healed. That you can't get over that trauma because it's been too long. You can't get over that trauma because you have to remember it because it's going to make you stronger. But God is saying today, are you ready to get well? <laughs> God says he's ready to heal and deliver you. He's ready to heal and deliver you. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter to God. All you have to do is acknowledge him. <laughs> acknowledge that he's there. <laughs> you see, in the midst of darkness, God was there. In the midst of darkness, God still had power. Mm. In the midst of darkness, God still separated it. And today, God wants you to know, in the midst of your trauma, God is there. In the midst of your trauma, God has power. <laughs> in the midst of your trauma, God can separate you from it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I, I know that trauma is something we don't really like to speak on. I know what we went through, the, the pain and the hurt that we went through. We don't want to discuss it with other people. We just want to get over it and move on. But God says it's time to acknowledge it and get healed from it. Because God wants to see us better. God wants to see us who he's created us to be. <laughs> Come on. God says, I know you've been through trauma. I gave you grace through the trauma. I gave you grace and grace upon grace. But tonight I need you to get I need you to answer this question. Are you ready to get well? Are you ready to get well? That's the thing I love about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They, they're, they're not going to just bombard you. They're not just going to come and just heal you. No. They, 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 they're just awesome. They're just so awesome. It, it, in Revelations, it says he knocks at the door. He, he don't knock open and come in. He knocks and he waits. He knocks and waits for you to acknowledge he's at the door. You, you, you see, some of us, he's knocking at our door. We acknowledge him. Jesus, I know you're there. But we're leaving him at the door. We're leaving him at the door. Because we, we, we understand that if we let him in, everything around us is going to become better. Everything around us is going to get better when we let him in. But we still leave him at the door. You see, we acknowledge that he's at the door. Now he's waiting to be let in. He's waiting to be let in. You acknowledge that he's your savior. So now he's like, 
your security guard. Yeah, we, we, you acknowledge him as your savior. Now it's time to invite him in. In invite him in. We, we, we call him savior. But what about healer? Deliverer? Waymaker? Promise keeper? Cornerstone? The rock? The lion of the tribe of Judah? Prince of Peace? The light? The truth and the way. He, he's all those things. But he can't be all those things until you invite him in. He wants, he wants to show you the way. He wants to give you light. He wants to let you know the truth. Not a truth, but the truth. He wants to give you a praise in the midst of your trials and your tribulations. He wants to give you peace in the midst of chaos. But we have to invite him in. Do you want to get well? Acknowledge who he is and invite him in. Amen. Amen. Thank everyone for watching and tuning in to Into the Deep. I am Leanna DJ Wilson. And yes, I am passionate about this. Amen. And I just, if you would like to talk more, I'm available in the comments. I'm available. If you want to make it a little more, more private, I'm available on Messenger. You can go ahead and message me and I'll message back. I, I message pretty fast on Messenger. I, I, I kind of message a little bit quicker. A little, a little fast on comments, but not as much. But if you want to continue, if you want to just talk about, it, I'm, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm right there in message. You just go ahead, and I can get with you. <clears throat> Amen. If, if you don't want to talk with me, guess what? I know tons of people who are licensed counselors, who certified counselors. I know tons of people who have a heart for God and who would listen to you and help you out and. Listen, I know people, I know some people will pitch your business in the street, but people that I will get you in connection with, they won't do any of that. They'll list, they'll listen to you. They will help you and they will get you closer to God. So if you just like, if you like any help, just like to talk, to, to, this avenue is here. Matter of fact, that's the kind of point of this platform. It's just to get the word to the world. It's not just to hold the word to ourselves and not just to say, oh, I'm a Christian now and I go to church and the word is mine. It's to share the word with the world. Yes, I share the world on this platform, but if you need, if you need me personally, one-on-one, -on -one, I'm there on Messenger. You can go ahead and do that. Amen. There will be other means later on in the future, but right now it's just Messenger. Amen. And there is something we are still doing. We're going to start it back up tomorrow. Amen. We're going to start it back up tomorrow. We are talking about the Jesus Challenge. If you don't know what it is, guess what? I'm going to tell you what the Jesus Challenge is. Amen. The Jesus Challenge 
is getting closer to Jesus. So Jesus challenges Jay for journal. We're going to journal the things God gives us to journal. We're going to journal some things that we overcome. We're going to journal things that we're, going, that we're battling with, that we're dealing with, that we need prayer for. We're going to journal things that God wants to see us fulfill in the future. We're going to journal our visions. We're going to journal, amen. We're going to write it down and we're going to make it plain. You see, sometimes we don't understand where we're going. Sometimes we don't understand where we are. Sometimes we don't understand that we're actually going through trauma. But God says now we're going to understand it. We're going to write it down and we're going to make it plain. We're going to overcome this trauma because we're going to make it plain. Amen. And then we're going to go to E. So journal is Wednesday. Journal is tomorrow. We're going to journal. We're going to write it down. Uh, I'll come on Facebook and uh, do a little thing as well. And then Thursday we're going to encounter. We're going to have an encounter with God. Amen. We just gonna we just gonna start the day with God. We gonna we gonna get in the middle with God, and we are gonna end the day with God. Amen. We are gonna talk with Him, worship Him, whatever He tells you to do. Matter of fact, if you if you need help, this is what I'm gonna do. Maybe <laughs> if God says so. What I'm do is I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for things in my life. I'm gonna pray for what God blessed on my heart. And then I'm going, in the middle of it, I'm going to just give God praise. Come on. I'm just going to say, God, I thank you. Because guess what? Yes, you woke me up. But now I'm here in the middle of the day. I give you praise. We're just going to have an encounter with God. And then we're going to close the day out with God. Before we go to sleep or before we go to work, whatever it is, we're going to just have an encounter with God. Amen. And then Friday, we're going to study. We're just going to study a passage of scripture. Matter of fact, that we are going to start a Bible plan, another Bible plan. We ended Leadership Ignited. If it was helpful for you, you can join us on this one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to let you know the plan we're going to do for this week. But we're going to start another plan. Matter of fact, it's called Leadership Awakening. We're going to start that plan Wednesday. We're going to start it Wednesday and we're going to continue all the way through. And we're going to study it. Amen. We're going to study the passages of scriptures that they give us. We're going to study the passages of scriptures that they give us. We're going to under. Uh, and then we're going to move on to Saturday and understand what we studied. Okay. We're going to understand what we studied. Yes, we, we studied the scriptures. We, 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 we studied where it came from. We studied why they wrote it. We studied who wrote it. We studied who they wrote it to. Now we're going to understand why they had to write it. Amen. And then we're going to close it out Sunday with share and speak. Um, for the for the first Jesus challenge, I didn't do this live. But this time I'm going to share and speak. I'm going to be an example. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to be an example of it. And share and speak. I want I want I want us to get involved in, in on this. I want us to really share and speak the word of God. Amen. Just because you don't have the title, just because you're not in the pulpit, just because you're not on a leadership team doesn't mean you can't share and speak the word. Come on. You, you, you see Mary, Mary Magdalene 
wasn't a disciple. She she just followed Christ and she shared the word of God. She shared the word of his risen. She said she shared the word of her his resurrection. So you don't have to have a title, you don't have to have a position, you got you just have to be you in Christ. Amen. We're gonna share and speak the word of God Sunday. So I'm going to remind us again each day, right? And when we share and speak the word, I want us to at least hashtag into the deep, amen? Hashtag into the deep, and that way we can know, and we probably post you on our page, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, because we want to share the word. I just don't want to share the word. I want us corporately to share the word and individually to share the word, amen? So that is the Jesus challenge. I want to invite you to be a participant of it and let's get through this trauma and get healed and delivered amen thank you again for watching to god be the glory and we're getting into the deep